You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And before we kind of kick into this episode, uh, I'm going to put a challenge out for you. You know, if those that, that watch uh, some of our, our videos uh, for the podcast, and we record all these on video as well, uh, you'll notice that we've been recording in different locations. You know, I was recording in Times Square. And you know, we've really upgraded our tech. And let's just face it, these microphones are pretty darn good. And... You know, I feel one of the things that is tough in Web3 is it's it's easy to talk about things like mental health and mental wellness, and it's easy to have conversations. I feel that, that people can start to be vulnerable because I feel like we're, we're connecting at a deeper level, and I don't take any of that for granted. But I think it's also important for us to, you know, be be stewards, be leaders in, in kind of setting an example. And, you know, I'll just tell you, you know, this COVID battle, uh, you know, that I've been going through the last four or five days, you know, I, I overdid it yesterday. I, I recorded two interviews. Uh, we had two panel interviews. I did our, our Twitter space superpower hour at night. And it was, you know, as soon as I got off that Twitter space, I realized, you know, I hadn't gone outside. I hadn't got up from my desk and I had been going nonstop since about 10 AM that morning. And it was about 9 30 PM, you know, the, you know, pretty much the first day that I was actually feeling half decent for COVID. And I thought to myself, like, man, what the hell was I thinking? And the funny thing about it is I was just talking you know, and, and messaging with friends saying, don't worry, I'm taking it easy. Don't worry. I understand that, you know, this is a, you know, a, a, you know, pandemic. And I understand that, you know, we have to kind of take care of ourselves, but understanding it and doing it are two different things. So right now I'm recording this episode on my front porch, actually, the front porch of the house that I have is, uh, this house was actually built in 1895, if you can believe it. Uh, most of the house has been renovated, but these this porch that I'm on is actually the original uh, porch from the original house, which I got to see uh, when I, you know, when I moved in. And I'm sitting on the porch on a, on a swing at the moment. And I'm literally swinging. It's a, a beautiful day here in southwestern Virginia. It's got that cotton candy clouds up in the sky. I'm very blessed. You know, I live, uh, although, you know, near the the beltway of Washington, D.C., I'm in a a little small town. Actually, there's only 209 people in my cool little town here. And yet I'm only 15, 20 minutes away from, you know, Dulles Airport. So I can travel and, and, you know, do what I need to do. I'm nine miles from my my daughter's school. And, you know, sitting out here and, you know, it, it hit me that, you know, Web3 you know, the impact that it can have on us, uh, on our psyche, on our, our go, 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 you know, our lack of sleep. And, and I know that we, we sometimes will say like, Hey, that's just part of the web three journey. And I also know that part of it is like, you know, for many of us, like we love what we're doing. Like I, I firmly, like for me, 
this is the intersection in my life based on my experiences and the things I've done in my career that I didn't know that I was looking for or that I didn't even really know that was possible, that, but it's presented me this, this really amazing opportunity to you know, help and really leverage technology to find that harmony between tech and humanity. And for me, it is about that harmony. It is about this idea of not, you know, working, you know, hard just because anyone can work hard, but it's what does working smart look like and how can technology integrate in our lives? And, you know, I was just in a, a Twitter space uh, earlier today uh, with, you know, it was actually put on by the, the Shine uh, app, uh, which is a great uh, mental wellness app that is out there for anyone that should check them out. And um, I think actually I could probably put, I think they, they were doing a giveaway. So I think I could put that link here in the show notes as well. But, um, and, you know, my good friend Lindsay, who's part of Alpha Girl Club, uh, was in that space. And, you know, we were listening to all, everyone kind of share their own journey and battles through, you know, um, through trauma, through, uh, you know, really just some great vulnerability, but also just, you know, the idea of like, what are some of the things that we can do? And I just want to share that, you know, I've been guilty of, of talking about some of the things that we should be doing, but I haven't been really implementing them myself. And I say that because I think we have to hold each other accountable. You know, I tweet out a lot that the blockchain doesn't lie, but I think we also have to just be honest with ourselves. And when we say that we're, we're taking, you know, are are you really journaling every day? Are you really, you know, going for a walk each day or those things that we're saying in Twitter spaces, or we know that people will be inspired by, you know, by talking about here on the podcast. And so like, I want to be better at that, which is why, you know, I grabbed our little mobile recorder and my microphone and decided that this episode is going to be, you know, outside on, on the porch. And I also think, you know, with web three, the serendipity that really this brings us, right. Allowing us to come together, you know, one of the things that I, I really, really believe in is that, you know, if the utility that a project was designed around is much more than just a cryptocurrency, you know, NFT game. And I, I mean, my game, I mean like the fun, just like a financial uh, gamification. If it's much more than that, then let's face it, the market itself shouldn't have an impact on what the community and what the, the value is that we are delivering. You know, it's such an interesting thing because we were at NFT NYC and I will tell you, I'm not sure what I expected, but I expected a lot more negativity, a lot more doom and gloom, a lot more people having conversations around the market conditions. And when I didn't have it, I was like, wow, this is pretty magical. This is pretty damn refreshing. But then it hit me. Why do we default to the, those tweets, those conversations in our online space today. And I think it comes down to just that simple fact that, you know, it's that, you know, misery loves company and that it's easier to rally around the shared discomfort or the shared feeling of like, man, it sucks to be us feeling than it does to rally behind positivity or rally around optimism or rally around just great people doing great things. And, you know, it's why for me, when I look at, you know, social and I look at, you know, the impact, you know, I challenge this every time, like anyone that's heard me in, in Twitter spaces and I, and I jump into a lot of Twitter spaces. And I know not everyone that listens to the pod is uh, on Twitter and, you know, really what Twitter spaces, in my opinion, the way it, it works really well is it allows us to 
have that one to one, you know, like audio conversation with, you know, and really humanize uh, our social aspect, right? I, I believe social audio, I, I can throw podcasting in there, you know, as a game changer for me, you know, I think, you know, if, if you were just reading this information off of a blog post, if I was doing a blog every day for a year, I don't think you would get to know me as well. I don't think you would be able to, you know, hear and feel the emotional roller coaster that we've all been on together. But, you know, within the Twitter spaces, when I hear things about like, you know, man, it sucks how the media always covers the negative parts of NFTs. The first thing that comes to my head is that's us complaining about the Web 2 version of how we get our information out. What if we stopped worrying about what the, the regular media was putting out and we put things in place that helped us amplify each other? Like I can guarantee you that majority of us, and I'm going to say us because I'm included, do not share and celebrate others' wins as much as we should. But if someone gets hacked or someone gets taken advantage of if, or if there's a, a trolling video about one of the collections where we're very quick to share that, we're very, very quick to talk about that, start up a Twitter space about that. But why don't we talk about the projects that are, are doing great things? Like, and, I, and I think part of it is that, you know, that old mindset that like, that's what we're rallying behind. But don't you think we can change that? I think we can also change that by, by implementing it and being active in our ability to be, you know, great leaders. You know, most of you, if you're in our discord, uh, and if you're not in our discord, it's okay. We still, you know, we still love you. Um, but if you're in our discord, you'll, you know, that we, we've paused our discord on Mondays, uh, pretty much this whole year. Uh, the idea is that we wanted to take a, a mental health break and it's as much for, for our team as it is for um, everyone that's in the Discord, and and really, I originally, I'll just be honest, I originally thought of it as as like as a collective whole, like let's all just go outside and take a break on Mondays. But I also know the way that works, right? When you jump into our Discord and and all of a sudden it's read only on Mondays, you probably just jump into another Discord and you continue on your day, and you're just probably not engaging in our Discord at the moment. But for like our team, it gives us a, a break or allows our moderators and our community managers to um, kind of have a reset. It allows them to, you know, for us to kind of get ready for the whole day of activity, you know, week of activities. We do, you know, we do something every single day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday um, in, you know, for our community members. And, and, you know, if you're interested in that, you can definitely jump into you know, our discord and check it out. We are a very friendly group and, and still growing and we're still small. So it's very intimate, but we're, uh, you know, big enough to where we can make a, a pretty damn powerful impact. But, you know, like part of that thing on Monday is, you know, I was talking to the team today and said, you know, it, it is really, you know, it is slightly a lot of work to pause the discord. Like there's no discord bot today that allows us to say, Hey, move every, channel to read only for this amount of time. And if someone wants to create that bot, I will gladly be the first use case. Um, I'm just, I don't have the time or the talent to create that bot. But, you know, I will say like, so we have to go through and and I say we, the team does it. I don't, I I haven't done it, but the team goes through and we have to manually change the settings to read only for for a certain amount of time. And we moved it from doing it all day Monday to uh, just 9 to 5, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern time, where we pause the Discord, giving you know, us that break. And, and you know, I'm very proud of the fact that we're doing that. But I also know that it's a lot of work. And I was joking with the team today that I was like, you know, we stress and work hard to pause the Discord to make it good for our mental health. Like, is, is that a little bit ass backwards? Like a little bit, you know, counterintuitive in a way? 
But I also know that we want to be leading the the example. Like I'm not a big fan of those that just talk about, you know, what they're going to do. We've had that for far too long, right? I I have had some rants around like influencer marketing, and you know, I've been hired as an influencer for for many years, and it's not because I have a giant following, but I have a very loyal following that will take action based on what I'm doing, what I'm talking about, and even like the tech or the things that I'm using. And I'm very proud that like for me, that influence is measured not in a vanity metric, not in my ability to talk about how many followers I have, but I can back it up with receipts. And I think we need to back up with receipts our investment in our mental health as well, our investment in our self-care. And I'm just going to put it out there. I, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at self-care. And I blame it partly because my entire career I've been on the road. I've traveled 40 plus weeks a year for since I graduated college in uh, 2003, uh, all the way up until the pandemic when everything kind of froze. And what I didn't realize was, you know, about halfway through, you know, the, the first year there, the pandemic, I realized like, wait a second, like, I don't know how to take care of myself because when you travel as much as I do, you, you gain status and you gain, um, you know, membership level where I get upgraded to first class every flight I get on. I get upgraded in my hotel. I get a free spa pass usually at different uh, resorts that I go to. I usually have, you know, my clients pay for a car to pick me up at the airport so I don't have to drive. And so in a way... I like almost like defaulted to not having to own my own self care because it was kind of baked into my travel life. And it's also what allowed me to, when I was home, you know, I'm all in with my daughters and I spend, you know, every waking minute I can with, with them and, and I want more time with them. And, you know, I, and, and to me, that's like always been kind of the, the, the beauty of my role. But, you know, when the pandemic happened, it's really just exposed to me that, you know what, I'm, I have, I have a problem. I have, my problem is I struggle sometimes to take care of, of myself. And even when I know others tell me, Brian, take it easy or Brian, you're overdoing it or, you know, Brian, you could take a day off of the podcast. People would understand, you know, I appreciate all of those sentiments, but I also just know myself. And I will also say like, like, I love this. I also love, I, I just love being able to be committed to something that is bigger than myself. And also that is, you know, teaching myself at 41 years old that, you know, what I believed most of my life, most of my career is, is not really the case that I can be consistent. I just have to, you know, design things a little bit differently and I I can build this out. But, you know, with that self-care conversation, I, I just put this out there to say that, like, if you're if you're like me and and you're struggling with that, like it's something that we have to work on. It's something we have to prioritize. It's something we need to put onto our calendars. Uh, and I did put it onto my calendar this week. You know, I after yes after last night, um, I actually expanded my little my self care time. And I have a I have a nice little bike uh, here uh, at my house. It's uh I'll have to I'll have to post a picture sometime uh, on on Instagram. I haven't posted a picture in a while, but. Uh, it's a, it's a fat tire bike with forked out handlebars. It's a big, it has neon, it's neon greens, pretty obnoxious looking, which means it fits on my brand pretty well. Um, but, um, that bike and really driving in my Jeep, uh, are two of like my kind of like happy escape escapisms where I can just take the top down the Jeep and take the doors off and just go for a ride. And, and like, to me, you know, put some music on and, and, and just kind of, 
uh, you know, let, you know, my mind wander. And, and, you know, I think there's just something really, you know, powerful and important to that. And so I, I'm going to challenge everybody today, like, you know, let, let's also find ways that we can, you know, integrate that into our Web3, into our NFTs. And let's just try to be better, uh, you know, better examples of that when we talk about the different self-care and self-love and, you know, persevere, you know, the things that we, you know, we recognize, like, I, I will tell you one of the things that I have the most, the utmost respect for, and I have some really good friends. Uh, I'll shout out a couple of them that come to top of mind, you know, Amy Landino, uh, who is an amazing YouTuber, uh, Jason Keith, Jason's been on this podcast uh, previously, which uh, as, a, as a dear friend, uh, Whitney Cummings, uh, Whitney, um, and, you know, a couple others that, that are, I will tell you, I have so much respect because they are really great at managing their time and protecting themselves. And that is a skill set. And that is something that is just a beautiful thing. So if you have that, like be very proud of that. The fact that you can, you know, protect your time and not overdo it and not let someone else, you know, force you to take a long meeting or make you do something outside or, or peer pressure. I think that is a skill that we should teach the youth even more, right? The idea that it's not selfish, for you to say, Hey, I don't work. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to let this meet. This meeting was scheduled for 60 minutes. I'm not going to do it for 61 minutes. Like I'm I, at 60 minutes. I am done because that's what I have scheduled. And that if by changing that, that's going to change the rest of my day and like really protecting your, your time and what's most important to yourself. And, you know, I will say for me with the ADHD, like one of the things that I have done really well is kind of redesigning my life so that it allows me some freedom to not have to do things like everyone else does, right? Like I can, I can sleep at different uh, patterns. I can take breaks at different times, you know, just because, you know, the world told us that we, we were done working at, at 5 PM and we work nine to five. Like I don't work very well at nine to five, right? Like I, for me, it's kind of like that at that two thirty window, I usually am like, okay, now I need to go take my break. I take a couple hour break and maybe then, you know, have my dinner and then I come back and put a couple more hours of, of work in because that's, what suits me the best. Um, I know, you know, some others here, you know, uh, might go horseback riding or go work out at the gym, or maybe it's their, you know, going to go ride their Harley or whatever that may be. But I think, you know, we can't let the, you know, a lot of what we learned from the pandemic, um, disappear. And we also just have to really own the fact that, you know, we just have to be better at this. And if you're not great at it, you're not alone. Uh, but I want to be better uh, and I want to be better. I want to be better with everyone that's listening to this. And, you know, I will tell you part of uh, the super powered project that we are, you know, kind of finalizing and excited to bring to life. A lot of that is about tapping into your superpowers, but when it comes to tapping into your superpowers, it's equally important to, to know what you don't know or to know what you struggle with. And I will say there is really nothing more powerful in my personal opinion than hyper self-awareness. And the more self-aware you can become, the more you can own the good and the things that you're not so good at. That is just like who you are in human nature. The easier it becomes to you know, surround yourself with great people, to adapt, to lean into great things, to really just embrace you know, new opportunities around you. And so if there's anything that I can leave you with this podcast episode that is from my front porch on my porch swing, which, you know, I have the 360 camera out here, so we'll put a link to the YouTube video for anyone who wants to watch it from the YouTube video. 
but I'm, you know, if I can leave you with anything is like, you know, invest in your own, you know, self-awareness and that requires, you know, self-care, self-love, you know, take care of your mental health just as much as you will, your physical health. And also let's, uh, let's not allow ourselves to check boxes and say that we do things and we're really not doing them because the only person that we're really hurting is ourselves. So until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. And hey, it's the end of my favorite month. June, you know, love is love month. June is, is my favorite month. It is my birthday month. It's Father's Day. Uh, it's just summer, which is my favorite time of the year. And um, June June was a great month. And, and I thank everybody for being on this journey. Lots of ups and downs, you know, <laughs> broke my Jeep. I, uh, you know, we had some troubles traveling a little bit. I just got COVID this recently, but you know what? I, I'm a, I'm a optimistic, positive guy. I like the, the glass half full and I'm excited for July. I think July is going to be a, uh, a super powered good time until tomorrow. Make it a great day. Cheers. Hey.